Join Ian Garvey as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. Welcome back to the Garlic Marketing Show. Ian Garlic here. And today we're going to talk about it taking a holistic look at your marketing, especially for small businesses, because it's a tough thing to do. Everyone wants to know the one thing that's working right now, but we've got Esty Rand, who's been a business consultant coach for over, how long, Esty? Uh, over 12 years, full time. Over 12 years, yes. And we're gonna talk through like how to work through this, how to what you need to focus on, and how to take that holistic view. But before we get started with Esty, remember this is brought to you by videocastory.com. One of the essential parts of your marketing is your client stories. So make sure to go to videocastory.com. It's the easy button for collecting, crafting, and delivering videos of your customer stories. All right, Esty. Uh, so welcome. I want to talk a little bit about like holistic marketing, who you work with, how to think this way, because I think so many people go after a single tactic or they hope it'll all fall into place going with multiple places. But uh, before we get started, how did you get into business and marketing? Uh, so uh, my first business was when I was 10 years old. I sold uh, string bracelets in elementary school, calculated my cost of goods sold and everything, even though I made my parents pay for my supplies. So <laughs> I've been in this for, you know, even longer than I can remember. My grandma tells a story how when I was like, I don't know, five, seven, must have been seven. Um, we went to like a flea market out of Miami. And I go to the guy, um, you know, oh, I really want these sunglasses. And they were like, you know, $3. I'm like, only I have a dollar. And he's like, okay, little girl, you can have them for a dollar. And I hand him a five. So my skills <laughs> weren't as sharp <laughs> as they are now, but I think I've always been a marketer and I've always been a business person. Uh, about 12 years ago, uh, 2011, beginning of the small business boom, that would be 10 years ago. So started even before that, but 2011 is when it like, really hit. So let's go a decade ago. Uh, I was working as the CIO of a multinational nonprofit. I love my boss. I love my job. And then they hired a toxic middle manager who made my life heck. And uh, I had three little kids at the time, was the primary supporter of our family. And I left my job. I left my job because the environment didn't work for me in my life. And I had this dream, the secret dream that I wasn't telling people because I was just looking for another job because high responsibility as primary breadwinner. But my dream was to do small business consulting. I'd sit in these cafes and I'd overhear women always in this tone of voice going like, oh my God, you're so talented. You should sell those cupcakes for a dollar. It'd be such a good business. And I'd be like, oh my God, like I can help you. <laughs> you know, like I know it and it's only gotten worse, right? Like now I'll overhear people going like, yeah, I'm working on this online course and I talked to this guy and he's gonna help me and it's just gonna be like $2,000 and then I'm gonna have passive income. I'm gonna travel. I'm just gonna have money rolling in my bank account. It's like <laughs> that girl that you see with her laptop on the beach who's doing passive income, who made the video that you saw of her sitting on the beach? That's work. <laughs> you not understand how this thing goes. No, you don't. So anyways, I'd be sitting in the cafes and I would just like this like insane burning desire to help people. Like, I know I can do this. And this is, again, a decade ago, before everyone and their sister's brother's dog walker's cousin was a business consultant. No one did this for small businesses. Small businesses, you either had what it took or you didn't. People did this for big businesses. And uh, you know, when I first started, people were like, well, we don't understand what you do. 
And it's like, now it's just like, what makes you different than all the people that have already yeah. wasted my money? That's a different story. But then it was like, I don't know why I would ever spend money on this to begin with. And I started, I started because I had a dream to build a full service consultancy for small businesses. And that's what we built. That's amazing. And I, I think that's a good point that I want to get into is that whole laptop lifestyle thing. How do you, I mean, do you feel laptop lifestyle slash passive income is one of those things that's still re a real thing? I think it never was a real thing the way people think about it. Just like there's no happily ever after <laughs> Disney princess life, right? After the prince and the princess kiss, the show doesn't end. There's life. Like, yeah. that's not reality. The idea that people have of this passive income laptop lifestyle is pretend. It's a real thing. I hang out all the time with digital nomads. I get along with them really well. I travel a lot. I'll stay in hostels. And I'm good. Like, the digital nomad lifestyle is incredible. And it's real. But it's also work. Yeah. They work. Yep. And so yep. knowing how this thing actually operates... I think it's great for the right kind of person. You don't have to be a, a nomad to do it, right? You could have a laptop lifestyle and stay in your house or wherever. It doesn't matter. But understand what it is. Understand what you're building. Understand that there's ongoing promotion involved to keep putting people in. You don't just, you don't set it and forget it. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen. You know, I love everyone's like, oh, Tim Ferriss, four-hour work week. Yeah, but he's got a dozen people working 40 hours so that he can work four. And it took him a while to build that. Yeah. And, and he's still traveling and speaking, so you still hear him and he's still doing his... Like, there's none of this, like, I work once for 15 hours and take some pictures and then I stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's none of that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see that all the time with video. People are like, oh, I just want to make this one video that will... <laughs> that will make me famous and rich. I'm like, no, no, no one's ever done that. I mean, it's, it's usually like 20, 30, 40 videos in before they even get some traction. Um, or, I mean, yeah, you can get a Super Bowl commercial, but you have to invest $25 million. Oh, you know, make... exactly. Like, what does that cost? You always say like, understand, listen, it's a map, right? So I teach strategy. Strategy is just a map to reach your goal. You gotta know where you are where you wanna go, then let's teach you the landscape and let's teach you how to maneuver through it. Everyone's like, I just wanna learn how to make a right turn. I just wanna learn. Then they're like, I don't understand why I'm going in circles. You don't even know how to put <laughs> gas in the car. You know, and they're just like, I don't, I don't understand. Because how to drive the car, how to put gas in, how to, maybe you don't even need to make a right turn. Maybe your path is straight and to the left. Maybe you can fly. I don't know, you don't either. You decided you need to make right turns because you don't know anything, sorry. Well, no problem. No. But that's, that is exactly the thing. And I don't think it's any different than humans have ever been. It's just the new gold rush. It's just yep. the new gold. I'm going to go. I'm going to hit gold. And by the way, all the people who hit gold, they're a decade in. Yeah. They're a decade in or they're, I, some of my clients are social media influencers, right? Some of the, like, they're, they're big. Yeah. They've got six figures plus followers. They spend a minimum, minimum, their short days are five hours a day on social media active. That's not including content creation. Wow. That's a minimum. These are full-time jobs. Yes. And then as they grow and they scale, they hire people. They've got staff they're managing. These are actual businesses. One of my influencers said to me, she's like, Estee, I was speaking to another influencer and she was saying how she gets a ton of money from like Pinterest to her blog. So I think we should add that. I'm like, that's not a marketing strategy. That's an entire other business entity. That's another business model. It's like you had a clothing store. You're like, yes, you know, I think, I think we should also sell pickles. This is <laughs> not the same thing. 
Yep. Yeah, I think I definitely I agree with you. It's it's overwhelming too for small business owners because also I think they get sold this idea that's going to work right away. It, someone has all the answers. I'm like the best marketers I know will tell you they don't have the answers. They're going to go out. They have a good idea to where to start and then they test. Um, but so where should the small business owners be starting? How do you start with the strategy? I, I like what you're talking about the math and marketing strategy, but where do you start? So there's three components, right? If marketing's not working, it's either incomplete or misaligned. There's three global pieces, branding, marketing, and sales. And they all intertwine, right? In a big company, they don't at all, right? Branding is something you hire out. Marketing and sales are two different departments. A, that doesn't even work for the big companies that well mm -hmm. <laughs> anymore in today's world. And B, for a small business, it's all you. You're branding, marketing, and sales, okay? I don't care who you hire. So it's all three pieces, and we always start with branding. But branding is not a logo. My logo is just a visual graphical representation of your mm -hmm. brand. What's your brand? It's what's unique about you. What you bring to the table. What is different? What is special? What's the problem that you solve? Who do you solve it for? How do you solve it any different or better than somebody else? Why should someone come to you? Who's the someone who should come to you? This is your brand. Then we make some kind of imagery thing that represents that. But that's yes. where you start. You got to start with who you are, where you're different. And again, some people teach this as all of marketing, right? What's your avatar? What's your differentiator? What's your USP? Okay, go. No, that's the beginning. <laughs> that's, but that's your step one. That's your step one. Who are you? Why are you here? Why should anybody care? Who are the people that should care? How are we going to explain it to them? That's the starting point. And how important do you feel it is to get super, I mean, I'm a, a believer in getting super niched, like starting as focused um, as possible. I think that it, you can go in any direction. So part of my whole thing is to take everything that everyone says and say yes and because it's true for some people and then for some people it's not like because you would say to me sd you're not super niched how you're going out there as a generalist and i'll tell you part of why is because everyone i speak to is like sd it doesn't work to be a generalist you have to be super niche and no matter how i try for the last five years every person i speak to is like focus here focus here i'm like i can't because my passion is to teach you the whole picture that's my niche is as a generalist you know, working with service-based small businesses, but sometimes niche clothing lines and sometimes brick and mortar and sometimes food service. But that's, I think you have to find the people that you solve the problem for, and that's your niche or the specific problem mm -hmm. you solve. And if you yep. can match both, great. And where you start is not necessarily where you end, right? That's why one of the biggest marketing money wasters, one of the things we teach is logos and brandings early on in the business because in six months or a year, you've got a totally different thing running. You put all this time and effort and energy in and then you get out there in the world and like you start selling something different. Yeah. Right, you gotta oh. redo the whole thing, you change the name. I'm on my fourth business name in 10 years. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, luckily I do this stuff internally. <laughs> no, really I, I, I agree. I mean, I, I, that's why I don't like, I mean, I, I agree with you what a brand is because I think most people have the idea of branding way off and they focus so much on that stuff at the beginning. And it's amazing to me because they focus on logos and colors and they're like i want this logo and color i i remember saying people always say this i want this logo to to say strength i'm like it's what you do that says strength and loyalty exactly. not, not exactly. the color this is just a representation and you give it meaning marketing and branding feed each other the marketing gives the brand a voice a meaning a representation to your audience and the brand influences how you do the marketing and they strengthen each other i picture it as a flower Right, so the brand is the seed, it's underground. You don't see it. The real brand is not visual. The visuals are the leaves, the name, the tagline, the visual, the colors, all of that, those are leaves. They come there close to the ground. The seed is the DNA of the business, that's your essence. But the flower, that's your marketing. 
Yep. Right? And so the sun shines on the flower. It goes out there into the world, represents you to the world, strengthens the seed and the roots. The deeper the roots go, the stronger the seed is, the bigger the flower can grow. And they feed each other and strengthen each other. Yes. And so once you've figured that niche, well, not niche, but you've figured out the start of your brand. Or yeah. maybe and again, I don't want to, I'm not going to minimize niche because I would say for most, I'll go for most, it really does work. Yeah. Find a corner of the world that you want to start playing in and grow mm -hmm. from there. Because if you're everything to everybody, you're nothing for nobody. Yep. And the fact that I can even attempt to go out as a generalist is because I have a decade of experience doing this. Exactly. <laughs> And it's high risk. I've spoken to other experts. They're like, yes, yeah, I tried doing generalist. We decided to focus on courses instead. I'm like, yeah, but you're the reason why I'm going out of generalist because you're competent and all the other people I know who are competent pick a niche and then no one gets the whole picture. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I agree. I agree. I mean, for you, but you're, you're, it's the, it's connecting the pieces, right? Yeah. So you're, you're actually connecting the pieces, which is your niche uh, because I agree. It's what's your focus. I think let's, let's instead. I think niche is also a little bit misunderstood. When we say yeah. niche, some people are like, okay, I do marketing for chiropractors in Austin, Texas. That, yes, right? But like I said, your niche can just be the problem you solve and who you solve it for. And the more specific mm -hmm. you are on that, that's your corner. That's mm -hmm. your niche, that's your piece. Focus on that. So let's translate niche as focus. What's your focus? Don't let it be diffuse. Be laser focused, not like 60 watt light bulb focused. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So once you get this, you start with this focus, what are you, where are you seeing the big mistakes that small businesses are making after that? So after that, let's say they do this part, they're like, okay, I need a website. <laughs> I need a website. Now, the website is our second biggest marketing money waster because the importance of the website is the stuff that's on it and not getting the right copywriter to write the copy. What are you communicating? What are you selling? Who are you selling it to? What is your pricing point? What is the actual marketing is? Okay, this is my definition. Yeah, there are four C's. The creation and communication of value to your target customer client to convince them to buy. That's your marketing. Okay, a website is again, it's just a representation. What's going into this thing? What's the path into it? What's the path out of it? How are people finding your website? You know, every marketer, every marketer that's been out there for more than five minutes has had this experience with the client. Oh, so my website goes live. How long till my phone starts ringing? <laughs> Forever, if this is all you're doing, okay? Forever. This is not 1999. No one's finding your blog and website by accident while they're searching for therapist, okay? That's just not, it's not gonna happen. Yes. And so this over-dependence and complete misunderstanding of what the marketing assets are, again, this is just a tool. This is a tool that once again is a place that people can learn more about you, evaluate your services. There's got to be a way they're getting here. There's got to be a place they're going from here, a sales path on the other side. And what's on this site is far more important than the prettiness of it. And, and what do you feel is important to have? What are the key criteria that we need it like a checklist so to make key sure criteria, if I were to give you a checklist is step one build out the underpinnings of your marketing strategy right so what's your position know your positioning in your industry know your industry people build websites they've never assessed their competitors I'm sorry what yeah one more, one more time you built a website you have no oh because there's no one like me adorable okay so you have no direct <laughs> competitors you have indirect competitors who are the people that other people are paying or how else are they solving the problem you solve get clear on what the landscape looks like how you might fit in two what's your offer how are you solving the problem 
Business mm. is an exchange of value for value. You want value, we call it money. What value are you offering? You're solving a problem. What problem are you solving? For who? How are we communicating that? What's its price gonna be? Whether you put price on the website or not, figure that out because the look of the site should represent it. You're selling something cheap or cheap, you don't need a super fancy site. You're selling something that's 10, 20K plus because you've gone out the door and some neighbor told you that her sister-in-law is a $20,000 coach and she does that in over six months, you know, for five clients. And you're like, I love that idea. I'm a $20,000 coach too. And you put a you know, flipping clue, okay? Like, sit down. Let's start at the beginning. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you can't just, yeah, oh my gosh. And it's because these are intangibles. It's so hard for people to quantify. But majority of businesses today are service-based. You have product base and you have a lot of niche products coming out, but overall that marketplace is owned. Let's just be honest, All right, The future is in service. Mm -hmm. And so that, and then let's build a way that people are finding this site. So my checklist before I even build a site is what's my position? What's my offer? What's my pricing? What's my messaging? How am I communicating this? And then what is the pathway into the site? Because I can't build a site unless I know how it's being used in my big picture. Is this a brochure site? Is it a sales site? Is I'm trying to get people on a call? What is my goal for this thing I'm building? Because then I can actually make it do the thing I want it to do. I, I agree 100% the positioning and knowing how you're getting traffic there and what you're doing once they convert. And I mean, an offer too. So how, you know, in a service business, how are you helping them? Do you help clients develop their offer? Yeah, we do all of it. So again, me, generalist. Um, so we go through the whole thing, right? Our process is first develop that branding, quote unquote, and we teach how to do the logos and all that stuff also and how to hire the right marketers to help you if you're not a designer yourself, all that's in there. And then, yeah, how do you craft that offer? What does it look like? What, what are we selling? You know, it depends where you are in your business. If you're just starting your service-based business, okay, are we starting with hourly? Are we doing packages? You wanna go out the door with a course? Cool, what does that look like? Why are we doing a course? Well, everyone's doing a course. Okay, do you know what you're teaching? No, but I feel like I have a lot to teach. Okay, <laughs> why don't we start with a couple private clients and get a proprietary process? Oh, what's that, a proprietary process? Okay, that's the thing that you do that gets people to a result that other people don't do that you can then offer as a value. <laughs> that's a proprietary process. So it depends what you're doing. Yeah, if you're doing, if you're selling, I've worked with CPG brands, consumer packaged goods, okay? So the offer is really simple there. It's a snack food, okay? Or it's a pie or it's a whatever. It's starter, sourdough, sourdough doughs, like whatever that is. Um, and if your thing is services, again, what's the solution? And then how are we packaging that? What's its, what's its deliverable? And again, every, there are so many experts that do deep dive. So if your offer is complicated, Let's find you an expert on, who, who deep dives on your offer. Yeah, but just start somewhere and then go talk to humans. That's who you're selling to. Big companies spend millions of dollars on market research. You're a human, talk to other humans. Guess what, that's called market <laughs> research. I, I'm laughing because it's it's so often, I, like I tell people, I'm like, have you talked to your customers? And they're like, well, not really. I'm like, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm like, that, that's your best market research. You that, know, that is market research that is what it is you have to talk to your people what is the language they use what problem do they want you to solve you know you got a restaurant you're going to make a whole menu of 30 items and 15 of them no one's ever going to buy and 10 of them nobody likes you only really needed five yes yeah and, and don't put things on your menu that you don't know how to cook 
okay? That's a bad idea. Oh, should I put this on and this? I think I could sell this. You don't know how to do that. Yeah, but I could figure it out. Don't put it on your menu. It'll be the chef's special, okay? Someone comes in like, I don't really like it. Well, I can maybe make you this. I'll try it for you. Let's see if you like it. Okay. Yeah, I see that a lot. These are offers. Yeah, I see that a lot in business. Um, where they, you know, they're like, oh, I'm, well, people want this, so I'm going to sell it. They don't know how to do it. You don't know how to do uh, it. It was an experiment. You know, the first time I ever did, I did every, I worked only hourly in my early days. Only hourly for the first, I don't know, four, four, five years of my business. I was just an hourly consultant. And then I'd partner with different freelancers and we'd do the logos. Like the, the early days of my company was me and a bunch of freelancers. It was four, four and a half, five years in before I ever did a package. The first time I sold a marketing strategy, I'd been working for four and a half years. And I was like, you know, I seem to keep doing the same things. I feel like I could bundle this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's a great point is you don't have to have everything you, at once you can get there. Um, yeah. So, you know, when you're looking at this holistic strategy um, and you're talking about it, what are, you know, how do you stay on top of it? Because I feel like you need to cycle through. You can't just like do your brand right. and then so walk away from it. And then you can track it. So the last piece is the sales, which is the sales journey. Everyone's like, oh, I need a sales funnel. Okay, a sales funnel is just a path that people go from attention to money, okay? That's a sales funnel. It doesn't have to be online, but it can be. It can just be a, it is a theoretical process, practical process, whatever it is, but it's a process. So once you have that, now you track it. How are you getting people from attention to money? I've got five steps, and then there's a step to turn that money into more money, which is the pyramid, which is another teaching. But the five steps, attention, interest, evaluation, negotiation, decision. You track these five, and you can figure out where anything is going wrong. Okay, so you look at the attention. What's your attention? And some people just call this first to awareness. I don't like that, because you can get a huge amount of awareness and no sales and not know what went wrong. Attention and interest are different. What's grabbing their attention? You're doing a Facebook ad. You're a guest on a podcast. You're on a TV show. You're doing organic social media. You put a, How did you get someone's attention? How did they hear about you? You went to a networking event. There's so many ways, right? And I have a list of 167 promotional strategies. How are you getting attention? But now who's interested? Are you getting interest? You know, I recently was helping out a friend who was putting on an event in LA and got a list of 16,000 names from somebody, blasted out an email, and it did really well. It's got like a 25, 30% open rate and then a 0.01% click rate. He's like, okay, I, see, so I need to do more social media. I was like, no, dude, you need to refine the message. We've gotten attention, nobody cares. They opened your email and then they said, eh, and they closed it, okay? So you got attention, but you didn't get interest. So you can find the holes. The interest means the message or the vehicle, or you got the wrong people. Let's look at this, what happened here? Now they're gonna evaluate. Where do you take them to evaluate? Are they going to a website? Are they going to a call with you? What, what's the next step? What's your process? Right, let's say with the website, where do they go afterwards? Is the website an evaluation tool? Is the website take them somewhere? What's next? And is that piece working? Then negotiation, that's on price. That's on your offer itself, right? Because evaluation is, can you solve my problem? Do I want this thing? Negotiation is, do I wanna pay for this thing? Right? Is your pricing off? Are you losing people at negotiation? They come like they really want to buy, really want to buy, and then they drop off. So evaluating your numbers at every level, evaluating what your cost is in terms of time, effort, energy, money, is going to give you, this is what an ROI calculator is. <laughs> people don't know, oh, I'm getting good ROI. I don't, what's my ROI? The return on investment. I put in things at the top of the funnel, time, energy, effort, money, and out's supposed to come money. 
let's track at each level what's working, what's getting lost, because I want a narrow funnel. I don't want a, a wide funnel. I want a narrow funnel because the more narrow it is and then the wider the bottom gets, look what I got. I got a pipeline. <laughs> That's what that is. Okay? That's why I put things in at the top and out they come at the bottom. Effort, time, energy, money at top. Out comes more money. Lots more money than I put in. Really, I want it to go like this. I want a pyramid. I want to put in a little bit at the top and out comes a lot. Um, and tracking that helps you stay on top of the whole picture. And it, it means you don't just throw spaghetti at the wall and hope it sticks. You think it, people say like, oh, so do I need to think? Yes. Yes, dude. You need to think. That's how this works. <laughs> oh, but I heard that you're like really, really good at this. Yeah. You know why? Because I get you to think how business actually works. I'm not a magic button. Yep. Awesome. And where, and you know, how, how do you schedule looking at these metrics? Is it every month? Is it every day? What metrics should the small business be looking at? So it really depends on what they're doing. It really depends on where they're at. You know, if you're doing online marketing, putting $10,000 into Facebook ads every week, you better be sitting on those metrics weekly and your people better be sitting on them daily. If you're a small business owner trying to earn your first 5K, sitting on this once a month is gonna be okay, right? Figure something out, get out there, start doing it, and then sit down once a month and evaluate. How did this month go? What are the things I did? What I put in at the top? Where did it work? Where did it not work? Where can I refine this? So it really depends where you're at. And if you're just doing this as like a really part-time side hustle while you're working full-time, maybe once a quarter you're going to do your evaluation. You're going to set your quarterly goals and you're just going to go after them in the small amounts of time you have and then sit down once every few months and reassess. Love it. Love it. Um, awesome. And so tell me a little bit about what you've got going on. Uh, I mean, you've got a few ways to connect with you. Uh, your website, sdrand.com. Uh, tell us a little bit about how best ways to work with you. Sure. So first you can grab my free gift, which is sdrand.com slash free gift. Look, that was easy to remember. Um, and I, you know, you can spell it. It's E-S-T-I-E. R-A-N-D.com slash free gift, which if I have to spell for you, I'm not sure if we can be friends. So <laughs> F-R-E-E-G-I-F-T. I had to do it. I had to. It was a compulsion. Um, <laughs> and we are currently building out our new offer, which is called the Marketing Map, which walks you through all of this, as well as an accompanying community so that we get together once a month and talk through it and do our assessments and check in and celebrate our wins. And that's launching hopefully in January. So that's the best way I'll be able to guide people through this process. And I do, you know, I work with private clients, but that's, it's a little costly just a tad. Um, so for most of the people, this is going to be the best way, but start with the free gift. It's currently a three day marketing success challenge. It's going to turn into the three top marketing money wasters and what to do instead. Grab the current one, and then when it changes over, grab the new one. It'll it'll still be at that same link, sdrand.com slash free gift. Awesome. Awesome. Well, SC, thank you so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show. You are so welcome. This was fun. I got to talk so much. Sorry. <laughs> no, well, that's what it's for. <laughs> and thank you all for taking SC and I on your journey. This has been Iron Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it will make you an authority you know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? 
The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. 